And we're back for another short. Uh, Jamie, how are you doing? In the same clothes as the last one. So <laughs> on, however people take that, it's either we've just been so busy that we've not left or we've got so busy that we've had to record them back to back. So I'll, we won't reveal that. That'll be a mystery to people. Will they be able to see a deviation in their appearance to go, Jesus, they haven't changed clothes in two weeks or <laughs> that they are immaculately the same. Um, but yeah, I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. I'm, I'm all right. Car, pumpkin, it's supposed to be pumpkin carving in a tick. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm left-handed, so that's a real problem for me, pumpkin I'm carving. A I'm a yeah. lefty as well, so it could, it could be problematic. Um, we need less fat Ned Flanders' left-hand auditorium. So. We, so. we don't. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and put that into the, uh, to the, into the edit. Um, so uh, we're going to be talking about the journey of computer games yeah this, and consoles yeah it's why it's just because it's not a headline in tech right now there's loads of things always about gaming obviously and like loads of people talk about when the next game grand theft Auto is coming out but it's just like this is just a fun episode in the sense it's something that we both love and um can sort of take a bit of a memory trip hopefully for some of our listeners um and um a bit of nostalgia for them um yeah. so sort of first area I thought we would nicely cover on this one was what was your first game slash console that you owned I think we had a Amstrad um, Say that I think, um yeah. so I remember as a kid coming home pressing play so used to on cassettes right cartridges this was cassette right so you Jesus press play Christ go and have dinner come back and you needed to press space bar and you've lost like half an hour because you haven't oh, yeah, yeah space bar oh my god i remember yeah, that. That's it, space bar but this was before cartridges right yes. this was cassettes yeah so you uh so for younger listeners this is like from switching i'd say from cds because there will be people that to then just go into this pure digital spotify that was like what that was in them sort of time frames, yeah. I imagine, or going from yeah. um, video cassette to DVD for other yeah. listeners as well. We're covering a, a, a wide age group here, I hope. I hope. Mine was the cassette, so you press play, and and wow. then then we had two two technology things. We had a a three eight six. I remember that, which was the processor type on Windows ninety five for like home home computing, mm. and then we had. We had some friends have a um, Sega Mega Drive that we kind of shared as a group and played, yeah. which is like Streets of Rage. Do you remember? Yes, that? yeah, Sensible um, Soccer. There you sensible go. Soccer, um, and then Game Boys. Both me and my brother had Game Boys. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so Tetris. Oh God. Uh, yeah. Um, what else I think that's it? why our generation's more anxious. Actually, if people have been looking for it, it's Tetris. Please don't kiss. I watched the film. Apparently, it's very good. It's on Apple. Yeah, it's got Taron Egerton in it. I hope I said his surname right. Um, Yeah, yeah, good actor. So yeah, yeah, I I, want to watch it. Trying to convince the wife, but Petris is a synopsis is a hard sell. (laughs) Um, It is. It's a hard sell. And mine was NES, and I will remember three specific games: Duck Hunt. And you, yes, you, yes, you had to be very careful. And you had this red gun that had like a silver strip on it, and you'd be like firing it like proper arcade style. Then there was Super Mario, of course, yeah, um, in its infancy, and a legendary, legendary called World Cup Soccer. 
And in this game, if you Google it, there's people who managed to try like track it down, put foot, um, footage to it. You can just foul people. You'd kick them, and you'd have this special thing where you jump up in the end, the ball would go atomic oh. and go through the net, and all that. I remember. Big yeah. eyes, yeah, phenomenal. And then I sort of evolved into obviously a Super Nintendo, which is International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. ISS 64. Yeah, which became Pro Evolution. See, I can go through this, which people don't always remember the, the sort of lineage became Pro Evolution. Correct. Of course, which was then the battle between FIFA and Pro Evolution was the main one um, for a long time, which again, people who just do the big yearly thing of FIFA's dropping would be shocked to hear that FIFA for a while was not the main one. No. And what you could one. do was there was a group of people that would happily sit and go and create all because yeah. uh, Pro Evolution Soccer didn't have the rights for the, <laughs> the name, license. Yes, the, license. Didn't have the license for the names of the players or the um strips. But someone would a group of people online would yeah. write everything out for it and create a file that you could upload and put it yep. in your saved file and it would load so Pro Evolution Soccer would play because it would the gameplay was better than FIFA and then oh, suddenly yeah. it had all the names. Yeah it was you'd have um Shearer would be Shara or something yeah. stupid like that but you'd recognize it because they'd make them very distinct so like Baggio again some of our old listeners will know that would have the ponytail so you'd know that's Baggio even if the name wasn't Baggio and they'd make it very clear and then kind of in first games because it links to the PC was Championship Manager, which yeah. again lineage of that, um, it then became Football Manager, um, which is now huge. But Championship Manager was the big one. My I played the ninety one, ninety two game, and this was floppy disk, floppy disk, Darren. So you put a floppy yes. disk in, and then you'd also to get into the game, you'd have to then like do a password and say what is the third word on the third paragraph on page right. ten, and you'd have to type the word. That's mine, but just to play a game just to play your game. And then if you didn't, you'd get locked out and then you'd have to sometimes change discs to then do something like further on if you were doing an up, the mental thing about that, disc swapping, floppy disc. Oh, and, was, yeah. Bizarre. And then so, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein. And I wanted to get that one in because anyone who's played third-person shooter maps or even Grand Theft Auto in a sense, the birth Doom. of that. Yep. Doom, Quake, um, GoldenEye, Resident Evil, all them type of games hark back to Wolfenstein. That was like the one that started that whole sort of like shoot them up. Um, um, how square was everyone in um I, I look back and they were everyone was very yeah. square, but like oh, GoldenEye think... on the 64. Oh my God. <laughs> but I look oh, back and that was like oh, I remember thinking it's like groundbreaking. I remember thinking like let me get my brother and go, oh my God, like GoldenEye, look at the look like they look like the actors. You and you could now. zoom in when you had a sniper. And I was like, look, you zoom in, and it zooms in. Like, as if oh, someone had just shown me fire for the first and, time. And it had cutaway scenes. Yes. Cutaway scenes. People think that's just part, that's just like, that makes the game now. Like, no, that was like a big thing back then. Um, I have so many things like this. I've said to you before, record, I could go hours on this. I've got a geek side to this. But I've got to the point where I just don't, I don't have time to play. I find um, time. I find time. My uh, um, and then when I do play, it's against my son, and he batters the shit out of me. Yeah, I I'm proud. I haven't got to that stage. I've got a very quick, funny story. So me and my brother went round about six years, maybe seven years ago for FIFA. I went round to my brother's best man's house, and his son, and he, and my brother's best man, Alan. I'm going to mention Alan and his brother Stephen. Their kids had got FIFA on the PlayStation for Christmas. 
and they've been beating everyone and they've been getting quite cocky about it. Me and my brother, we're Arsenal because we're Arsenal fans. They're Real Madrid and they're like proper giving it that. It gets to 10 nil. We're winning. We're thrashing them on Christmas Day on their Christmas present and they're beginning to like go, we're going to turn it off. But to Alan and Stephen's credit, they're like, no, no, you're going to learn a lesson here. So they go, no, you can't quit. And they got absolutely battered. So I haven't got to that stage, but when Heath or Novogratz, it might happen. I'm aware of that. But my guilty pleasure game at the moment, and this is for, I always give little things to people because if they can get time, because you can sneak little things in, international cricket captain on your phone. Oh, is it good? Oh, my God. I'm in the year 2158 with Sussex. Um, so Jamie Dennis has somehow, I in my mind, this is the sheer nerd of me, I've created this lineage where Jamie Dennis, who started the game in 2023, was the original like general manager of Sussex, and he's passed it down to generations of the Dennis family. And uh, I've now, literally this morning, have joined New South Wales in Australia. So then the Dennis lineage has left Sussex. And gone further afield. The world has changed. Like, no, we we were supposed to cover um, where we think games are going next. One thing I have noticed, especially with my children, all three of yeah. them actually, is that um, firstly, there's nothing physically to buy. So my my five year old got um, a Mario game for his Switch. Yeah, and it was just a code. So you go like into that. the Nintendo eShop, punch the code yeah. in, it auto downloads and installs. And I'm like, whoa. But they need to learn. They need to learn because you reference this. So I'll give you that quote. They need to learn the pain of the blowing of the cartridge. Oh, yes. it's not working. Or the scratch CD. Get, get a cleaner. Blow, blow, blow. Bang the TV. Change the aerial. Get, None get, of that. You know, you, you know, just type your code in and it downloads. And, like, the and even, even then you get annoyed that it's not downloaded. Like, oh, my God. And that's the other. So two things I want to comment on currently, which is absolutely nuts is um the first one is they the 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 business model for the game creators now so if i look at fortnite and um a couple of the others they give the game away for nothing so the yes. so it, it's a pay to progress um concept. makes it more addictive anyway it does it does it really does because think about anyone who does candy crush and stuff like that how you can see people get serious on that page uh, progress um, but the other thing i think that because we we should touch on the word here i think some of it's going to be within the world of cinema because look how many now the historic sort of um feeling around adapting video games to film hasn't been good super mario brothers bob hoskins my god um how to ruin it because it's a great the thing that I think films have always struggled is they go oh we've got to make it more film like you know, like some of the stories actually amazing and some of them you don't need to change like Resident Evil it's a zombie people are not going to expect it to be realistic in a sense of no. oh it needs to like have some sort of real depth back. no it's just a zombie but the last of us and things like that are now starting to break that convention the they're able to yeah. do it yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I wouldn't be shocked if you start to see like how Sounds weird, but like we talk about Apple Vision Pro, but if you play a game, you're in an immersive experience and it becomes almost like um, when you make your own story and then it, that's your sort of weight of weekly episodic TV. Like you go in and it changes and it becomes a bit, there's that TV show, isn't there? Um, I'm going to think it's got Ed Harris in it um, and it's about 
um, Westworld um, when they go into like theme park where it's robots yeah. and stuff. I, I think that is where maybe some of it will go. Long time yet, but yeah. Um, I've got a question for you, though. Um, what is considered the first game? The first game, computer See, game. We co- we covered this. I thought yeah. it was Pong initially. Yes. yes. See, I knew it wasn't. Um, so Pong wasn't even Atari's first game. I knew that. So 1971 or two, Pong comes out. The owner of Atari, which I respect, if you do your research, he actually kept opening saying this isn't the first game. I've already made a game. There was a game called Space War in 1962, which was at MIT. And I knew of this. And then what was interesting, it wasn't a commercial game. It was meant to do for testing for scientific purposes, but it became really popular and it became kind of like a game in itself, a competition. But it wasn't actually released. And because, again, media changes, the reason why Pong is, is in the 80s, there's more sort of outsourced and um, wider reach media. And people think, well, what, newspaper? But back then, that was a big leap and stuff of how wider reaching they could get. And then the actual first one, which I don't know much about, though, is just on research. It's called Tennis for Two in 1958, which is mental, mental. That we we think the 70s is a big moment for gaming, but 58, yeah. wow. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. Do you remember Brick Breaker? Yeah, um, oh, yeah, oh, space, oh, space invaders, space like, invaders. There's so honestly, mate, James Pond, which is like James a Pond. um, Earthworm Jim, cool spot. I can I can just throw out honestly for hours on this one. It's like films for me, it's one of the things. But the big question to sort of nearly finish up for you now is. What was your what? I'll give you three. I'll give you three because it's too hard. We said favorite. I know put games, but your favorite games in no particular order because I think it's very hard because it it comes into your mood, don't it? For me, for me, Goldeneye was massive. It was- Was a game changer in the first person shooter like storytelling yeah. and I, I even watch the film like sometimes it'll be on a itv or a, a, a uk channel and i can reference the game as quick as yeah, I can yeah, yeah, yeah. the film yeah yeah does yeah. that make sense yeah i think that's that's one um I sorry think, to the jet um, do you know it's on the switch now you do know you can yes, get it on the switch yeah, we, yes. yeah and, and my son thinks it the graphics are shit <laughs> obviously and and i think the 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 second one for me is probably uh streets of rage it was the first okay. time i remember you know you could call the police you know uh, it was the That's first your, time your main motive in a game to call the police call the police right and um it was the first time i completed a game with a friend but also yeah, that you couldn't save on the mega drive you couldn't save anything so no memory switch card the telly off right and then hope your mum wouldn't turn the power off yeah, the mega drive yeah. so you didn't lose your you know your progress which absolutely mental but i think the big one for me was was championship manager yeah um yeah the the addiction and the teenage years of uh, and we reference it on 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 you know me building pcs at one time yeah. as it is right but that first the depth of that game and the yeah. database and the information the appreciation i have now for that 
to yeah. be able to then loop that for as long as possible. Yeah, in turn, yeah, play a football game where you know you had stats and stuff must have taken my appreciation for the development. Oh, it's mental, and when you think back, because people think about football manager now, it's huge, right? It's huge, um, and people know they is well known about how well they are scouting. Like some of their scouts, like clubs generally do get in touch with their scouts to go, "Have you got any sort of players?" But I remember one um, sort of early two thousands, um, Javier Saviola at River Plate, and he went on to Barca. He didn't quite achieve what they thought, but that was one of the first times where they openly said, "This is going to be a big player." And that and that, it, that feeds into it. Like that, think back in that that network of scouting. Then you plug it into a game, and then like you say about the stats, but the ability to go sixty. I had a game that was sixty seasons in with Roma. To to be able um, to build something yeah. that allows you to play expansively. So, what's and, your top three games? Uh, so, first one is championship. Oh, that one's meant to be awesome. Completed it. Only came out last week. Completed it. What about this? Championship manager. Completed it, mate. You can't complete it. Yeah, I know, but I got so good at it that the FA offered me a role in the England setup. Did they? I took Woking from the conference to the Champions League in six seasons. Stuff like that doesn't go unnoticed, Neil. Manager, and I can't separate football manager because I think that I think people football manager's gone to a different level and it's different in a lot of ways. But you've got to keep it in that timeline because if if you were, I think fortunate. I do say it's fortunate because yeah, it's great kids still play it now. But if you went from ninety one to ninety two. Oh, you just saw, yeah. Like I can tell you now, goalkeepers in 91, 92 were only marked by their influence. Influence. Yeah. So if they're 20, phenomenal goal. That was it. They just had influence as a block. So you look at that involvement um, uh, over the period of time. So that's, I, again, I won't go too deep because my passion for that game is ridiculous. But the game I had with Roma, which was 60 seasons in, Tossi as an AMFC, um, it was the, and you had Montella and Batashuta, who were a bit older. Oh, what a team. Um, and then I'd say second game. It, this one I've really debated about because there, there's just so many, but it has to be pro-evolution. Pro-evolution soccer. FIFA is phenomenal, realistic, but there was something about a period, and it was a golden period of two, three years of where on pro-evolution, when you played your mates, you'd always, there's so many people who have pro-evolution tournaments. Like, and it's the thing that I what I loved about it was you can be from so many different cultures. And I remember working at Vauxhall Recreation Club. Another like little shout out for a local venue. It's now Venue Three Sixty. Great little venue actually. Really great for sports for kids. But I remember I was a Vauxhall Recce, and I had a totally different background to some of the other Reckeys. Totally different outlook on life. But what united us was a Pro Evolution tournament. Just yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal game and. Yeah, and then when you started a pro-evolution um, club game on yourself and you had Castillo, the striker, um, Jama, the defender, I can name the players, honestly. That's how much it I just had to Google who um, who developed it. It was Konami. Yeah, Konami. They didn't, they didn't, they refused to pay the rights for, yeah. um, for, for the players' names and the, the um, team's names. Whereas yeah, in sports and FIFA would. Yeah. But gameplay wise, it was deemed the best. I'm reading really oh, the best. Oh, I, I, I just even have great memories. Like, genuinely, like when you then got the legends on lot and you can play with Maradona, Croatia, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And I just remember like some of the memories that like, one of the best ones was um, my brother used to always beat me at games, always used to beat me. And I never forget scoring with Lillian Taran. 
for about 35 yards, top corner. And I, I, I genuinely hit it and I just shouted Lillian in the most high-pitched voice, Lillian, like that. And it went in. And I, honestly, the, the affinity I've got for that game just because the memories are lying. Um, so what was your last... Your, the last this one, this one, it's gonna, it, it would change on the day. It would, it really would change on a daily basis. I've referenced international cricket captain, and that's been a staple for 20 years. But for addictiveness, was WrestleMania 2000 and N64. One, the N64 was the first time I had my own console. My yeah, older yeah. siblings had, had own, my sister had a Game Boy. My brother had had a um, Super Nintendo, like Jimmy, is the one that I wanted. And people were going, Why do you want to get in the 64? PlayStation 1's better. I was like, I know, but they're saying about the N64. I just wanted to be different. Now, Zelda, I'll reference that. Zelda, great game, great series, right? Gold cartridge, yep. But no, WrestleMania 2000, because there have been previous um, wrestling games where you could sort of create your own character and have a bit of story, but this is the one where it's a really deep story mode. You'd wrestle and you'd build your way up. You'd have people come out and um, interrupt your match, and then that'd be your rival. And then you'd have like different types of matches, cage matches, but then also you'd end up on the pay-per-view. So I remember as a ch- child, like No Mercy, Royal Rumble, and you'd then be involved in it, and then you get a title and you'd have interviews and stuff like that. And, it's, and again, you think like now, people think that's just, that's just a given for them type of games. That 23 years ago oh, was like a defining moment. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that, that one closely followed by Brian Lara Cricket. Which you Brian cannot, the amount of people I know who are not cricket fans who are going Brian Lara cricket, and I'm not joking. I bought four years ago, I've still got it up in the loft a PlayStation One, Brian Lara cricket. Got it, found it on PlayStation One. And See, I those games out. are like things like you know, Wii Golf, drunkenly playing Wii. Golf. Oh, what a game! Yeah, the Wii. I always still think to this day, Nintendo missed a trick on the Wii, they had such a great model, and they just what i think they did was they made it family but they then didn't do the right thing to differentiate between their audience all the games like the characters were very much we need to try and be family it's like if you made a more adult one you would have hammered it for like drunken nights like really good yeah the stuff but oh this is oh, this has been my favorite episode sorry to the guests by the way this has been my favorite um, content. yeah just oh, i just I, I kind of want to shun my family for the afternoon now um, and go play. All you have to again. do is ask everyone to comment yes. on or YouTube their favourite game and why. Uh, and why? Yes, yes. Yeah. It's going to be one that someone will say about. How did I forget that Mario Kart? Fuck, Mario Kart. We still play Mario Kart. One of the big, the the favourite things that um, but, my kids want like to do is get popcorn, get one of the switches oh, uh, downstairs. We plug a switch in and we yeah. play. Uh, Mario Kart, a split screen, and um, there's still fights. You know, we've got, I've got an almost 13 year old and a five year old. They still argue. Oh, um, I was going to say it's it's bar football game. It's one of the games I think that causes the most argument because the frustration of you you're first the whole fucking race, and then some arsehole gets a blue shell, and it goes yeah, and then lightning bolts you, and then they win, and you're like yeah. That, it's also that. it's also a shout out it's also an international game so we had we have extended family of spanish they visited oh, nice. busted it out mario kart and of course you don't need to be able to, speak yeah. spanish to be able to play mario kart right or to be pissed off by a red shell <laughs> or to be pissed off by a red and blue shell um, the one that annoys me the most it's the one that annoys me most because everyone thinks it's a weak 
weak weapon is the banana, the unsuspecting <laughs> fucking banana that you avoid for five fucking laps. And then in the last lap, you just you deviate into it. And then there's a moment, and I swear the game knows it, where it's like, you, you don't slip. You think, oh, I've not slipped. It's, I was going too fast. Or, and then you just suddenly spin, and you're like, you fucker. Yeah. Fucker. Oh, this has been fantastic, Darren. What a way to end um, across a week recording for those who can't guess whether or not we're just in the same clothing or not. Same clothes. Um, just so um, it happens that I wear the same jumper every on the same day every every week. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, um, have a have a great rest of the day. And yeah, we'll catch you on the next short. Yeah, enjoy your weekend. Take care, mate. Cheers.